Swung up, launched to left field deep. Van going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is five to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Welcome to Coors Field, Ken Korak. Yeah, you're going to have to grind it out, Chris, and the A's were able to do that tonight. This was a real grinder of a game, but any win you can get there, especially because of how well the Rockies played against the A's going back to 18, that series, and the two series last year, this was a really good win for the A's. You know, it's one of those deals that, you know, having watched so many games from from Coors Field, you just can't score enough. You just got to there, – there's no lead that is safe, and it doesn't matter going into the bottom of the ninth inning. You got to just keep putting the pedal to the metal. And you know how in, you know, in normal ballparks, people start to lay up because you don't want to pour it on? You can't have that mentality here. And the Rockies know that. So you don't start stop stealing bases. You don't stop going first to third. You got to score as much as you can. And that's why they batted Mitch Moreland for Frankie Montas in the sixth inning. Because normally you wouldn't do that. At that point, it's a 6-2 to two ball game. And, you know, Frankie, you've been pitching, you know, fairly well through five innings. His pitch count was really low. But you do that because the A's had two runners on base and nobody out. And Bo Mel is thinking six runs maybe will not be enough to win the game. So those are the decisions you have to make. And Melvin's talked about this a lot, Chris, in that at Coors Field you make decisions that are different from any other ballpark where you're going to play. No question. All right, let's get to the highlights. In the first, Matt Olson would bring home the first run. And Gray's 2-1 delivery is swung on and driven left center field, and it's going to drop for a base hit. It gets past the left fielder Tapia, and here's Canna around third, and he is going to score, and the A's take a 1-0 lead, and Olson winds up at second base. So Matt Olson drops one right between the left fielder Tapia, and the center fielder, Daza, scoring Canna from second, and it's one nothing A's in the first. Another great example about that huge outfield. We saw it a couple times tonight benefit the A's. How about Murph in the second? Right-hander delivers. It's swung on by Murphy and drilled out to right field, and that's going to be over the wall and gone. A line drive home run to right on the first pitch at the top of the second by Sean Murphy, and that quickly the A's take a 2 nothing lead. That got out just like that, a split second. And over the 375 mark, as Murphy goes the other way, and the A's lead 2-0 in the second. And then in the third, the A's would really start to get hot. Here's Mark Canna. Here's the 1-1. Basketball hit hard toward right. Blackman is back at the wall, and it's gone. Over the out-of-town scoreboard and into the front row for Mark Canna. His 11th of the year, it's 3-0 Oakland as they build a picket fence in Colorado. Oppo Taco a couple times, Ken. Oppo Taco, and look at what Olsen is doing going the other way, Chris. I mean, he's become, in the last couple of weeks, he's morphed into a guy who's, I mean, he's always been a good player and a good hitter, but Chris, now that he's using the other field, he's becoming a complete hitter, and the numbers reflect that. And I write in my scorebook next to it, BS. Not because he's BS, but... It's beat shift. He's beating the shift, which is great. It, it well, you is... wonder, you wonder if that might change, if if that might influence teams to play him differently. 
mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll just keep doing it, but uh, he has nine hits in four games, Chris, on this road trip, Olsen. And then you'd have Jed Lowry. This was a total Coors Field hit. 1-1, lifted toward right center, not very deep. Racing out is Hampson coming in. Blackman's going to drop, and around third is Olsen. He will score, racing to third base and getting there standing up is Brown. He almost overran the bag. Fuentes went back with the baseball, but too late. A bloop RBI for Jed Lowry, and it's 4-0 Oakland. So A's are feeling good, but in the bottom half of the inning, here come the Rockies. They would score two runs on a triple and then an RBI ground out. So game's a little bit closer. I didn't want to afraid also Matt Chapman there in the third also had a sacrifice fly. That was good to see. But the night continued to belong to Mark Canna in the sixth. Here's the pitch to Canna. He swings and tries one out to left center, and nobody's there. That's going to get through and go to the wall. Chapman has scored easily, and Canna's going to cruise into second base with a double. That's a big hit for the A's as they add on in the sixth inning as the A's take a 7-3 lead. Let's see. A homer, an RBI double, two walks, two runs scored. This guy's amazing, Ken. And he's filling up the stat sheet too, right, Chris? The walks and the on-base and the home runs now and uh, the runs and right at the top of the list in baseball in that category. So, And they have a lot of guys getting hot, Chris. And this, there's an ebb and flow, as you know, as well as anybody in a season. You think, well, they've gone five or six games. They haven't done anything. And they scuffled on the homestand, Chris. And now on this trip, uh, they've been red hot offensively. So you just kind of have to ride it out. And uh, they're in one of those really good streaks right now. Yeah, and if you're hot, this is the right ballpark to go oh, yeah. to. <laughs> no doubt. And especially because their pitching staff has just shut down, had just the last seven games the A's played against the Rockies. The A's offense was just, like, totally shut down by the Rockies pitching. And then Murph would get into the action again in the seventh. 3-2, yanked down the left field line in the corner. That will get down. Extra bases and the A's add on. Lowry's around 30, scores. Murph into second base with a double. His third hit tonight, his third RBI, and it's 8-3 Athletics. Murphy with his 12th double of the year. And now 30 RBIs on the season. And the big man had himself a game, and then, like we said, you got to keep adding on. Then in the top of the eight, Tony Camp going to right field. And the one-two pitch to Tony will be on the way. Here it is. And swung on and lined down the right field line for a base hit. Then a score pinder. Canna's around going to third. Kemp a wide turn at first. And he's going to wind up at second base with a double. And the A's increase their lead to 9-5 as Tony Kemp stays hot. And drills one down the right field line. Scoring pinder and Canna goes from first to third. Were you feeling – how are you feeling there, Ken? Do you think this thing's in the bag or no. you're like, man? No, I didn't feel good in the ninth <laughs> inning either. That's not a knock on Jake Diekman, but all of a sudden you're thinking, you know, one more base runner and they've got the tying run coming up. So you're not – it's always uncomfortable there, and the ace skipper would be the first person to acknowledge that. Well, the last game in Seattle ended on a 5-4-3 double play. Could we end this game with a double play? Fuentes waits. It's on the way, and it's a ground ball to third. Chapman's on the bag for one. Across the diamond for two, and that quickly the A's have won it. Fuentes with a chopper. It took Chapman right to the bag at third, 
He touches the bag, and he makes one of his patented off-balance throws and perfectly on a line over to first, and that's a 5-3 double play to end the game. After a long night of grinding at Coors Field, the A's take the first game of the series. They've won three straight, and they've matched their season high at nine games over 500, and they maintain their position a game ahead of the Astros in the AL West. Our final score, A's 9, Rockies 5. Well, we got it in within seven minutes, Ken. I didn't think we were going to be able to do it, but we nice did it. Nice job, Chris. <laughs> I, I, I want to say this before you leave because I know it's been a long day for you. Thank God we don't work in the National League. My scorebook's a mess. <laughs> well, my scorebook's a mess even if somebody's throwing a perfect game. So you can only imagine what it looks like now. I mean, these double switches and, you know, it's just, I just, I, I, I'm not into it at all. Well, they've got a few left. And, you know, they're really going to be important. And as much as I've never been a real fan of interleague play, you know, they're going to play three games against the Giants in San Francisco, Chris. They've got two against the Padres in San Diego. And those are going to be really important games. So get out your scorebook and get ready for your double switches in those games. And the thing is, the Giants and the Padres are no day at the beach. Well, look at the Bay Area, man. you got the Bay Area teams leading their respective Western divisions. I think it's great because I think people, the more people talking baseball, Chris, the better it is for baseball in Northern California. No doubt about it. Because if you're not good, you know what happens. All of a sudden, the Niners start playing, and everybody forgets there's even baseball in town. So you got to be right. relevant. you got to be relevant and, by the time football, at least training camp, by the time that starts. And you have San Jose State football, too. Because we're a football school, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> They had a great year last year. Oh, I was no very doubt. pleased with the way they played. Hey, have a safe ride home. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. The great Ken Korak. Your phone calls are next at 833-625-2278. Three hours and 46 minutes. And no, there was no extra innings. There's no overtime. <laughs> Three hours. This is a normal game for these guys. I know sometimes it's kind of a normal get more and more around 320 but i mean they play four hour nine inning games like it's not it's it's not a big deal they're just used to it i mean that's the way it's going to roll when you're up in denver a mile high up the number is 833-625-2278 your phone calls next right here on the a's clubhouse show this is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. This is A's Clubhouse. After a 9-5 victory over the Colorado Rockies, 
Frankie Montas now six and five. Let's go to Mustang Matt in Disco Bay. What's shaking, Mustang? Nothing much. Just uh, getting some insurance class stuff in so I can go out and make some money. And I've been uh, killing two birds with one stone while I'm studying, and I'm liking how the offense is moving. A lot of guys are are starting to pick it up, and uh, it's really fun to see, you know, the wins. Even though we're uh, we're not putting any distance uh, between us and the disastros, but whatever. Um, you know, for me, I've been seeing a lot of talk on Twitter and, and other different places where where the A's are possibly interested in Trevor's story, who's coming back from the IR with like, a, I guess he had an arm trouble or elbow problems. Um, if the A's do try to go after him, I'm going to be pissed, and here's why. We had a guy that was, you know, a local guy who's got, I don't know, 17, 18 home runs, a bunch of RBIs, and I don't know, was part of our winning ways for three years. But I just want to ask you, what, what would you think if they tried to go out and pull a rental and get rid of, you know, some of our good young talent? to go, you know, say, yeah, Trevor Story, we'll give you a, you know, we'll give you a chance, even though we didn't give Marcus a chance. I don't think you're going to have to give a lot up for someone like Trevor Story. It's just the, I talked, I, you know, we had the David Force show on today, and if you go to A's cast, you can hear it. Um, the reality is GMs today value their prospects so much that it's not like when we were kids Everybody wanted to trade for the big name, even though he was a rental player, and you give up top prospects. You know, nowadays they don't do that. So I, I, I w- if they are to make a deal with Colorado, and let's face it, these stories, who the hell knows? We're so far away from the trading deadline. Listen, these guys at The Athletic and ESPN and all these different websites, they got to come up with contact, uh, a content. So they're now trying to link players to certain teams, and we're so far from that. Uh, but if you're going to get story, you're not going to be giving up your best prospects because he because it's a runner player. You so I, I don't I don't if someone does good for them. But today's baseball, a lot of executives will not do that. How about the one that's interesting where you really wouldn't have to give up much for him is Nelson Cruz. If Nelson Cruz wanted to come and bring his 43 year old bat to our. Uh... <laughs> So our team, I would take it in a heartbeat and twice on Sundays because all that guy has to do is run into some baseballs. He's got, you know, he's got that, uh, he's got that presence. He'll be able to talk to guys like Chappie and those guys that are struggling that have, you know, had success in the past. I mean, look at look at what the the Dodgers got in Pujols for what four hundred thousand dollars, and someone paid twenty nine million dollars to say, hey, go away. Hey, we can get Nelson Cruz. I'd I'd take him, you know, between him and Moreland and and uh, you know Olson at first. I mean, holy cow, we'd have like <laughs> we'd have a plethora of bats, you know, to come in pretty much whenever we need to and give guys some breaks. So that way, when we get into the playoffs, you know, we're not going to be uh, we're not going to be you know hurting because we're pressing our our, our big bats too hard. So. No, you, you could you could stick him right in the lineup, put him like right behind Matt Olson, and Ole's going to get a lot of. I mean, he he. I'm looking at his stats right now. He's 40 years old, 10 jacks, 25 RBIs. He's got an 841 OPS. He hits 273. His last full season. So you got to got to go to 2019. 
That's 41 bombs, 108 RBIs, and he hit 311. So uh, that batting average will tick up as this this guy can hit. I don't care what his age is. Uh, I, I you know I would rather have Nelson Cruz because to put that big boy in the lineup and consistency because we need someone who's consistent and just isn't strikeout, home run, or walk. That's him. And you wouldn't. I I don't. Hell, what do I know? But I don't think you'd have to really give up much for him. I'd take Nelson Cruz in a second. Well, I'm definitely in agreement there. Hopefully, we'll we'll see. We'll, they might even surprise us and get uh, a couple of platoon parts or something to, you know, kind of do some creative moves that we haven't seen or <laughs> whatever it might be. But hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I just I just want us to uh, make sure that we uh, that we take down the division because when you look at the AL East, they've got three teams like the NL West has where. You know, they're at the top echelon of, of like where the where the team records are and there's a chance that someone could get pushed out if they don't win their division. So whatever we gotta do to win the division, that's what I'm on board for. So if it means more bats, let's bring more bats. But what I'd really like to see is I'd really like to see a pitcher you know, maybe you sneak off a Scherzer or some some guy that you know some 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 guy that, you know, is kind of you know taking us to the woodshed a few times i'd like to see that mad dog approach out there and stir up our stir up our uh our our starting pitching because there's nothing more that i like than guys that bring the fire yeah and that him be... and chris bassett one two Woo. oh yeah you bring it sure nice. come on thanks matt for the phone call let's go to another matt let's go to matt in austin texas what's shaking matt sure what's yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, uh, listen. Okay, so I called in because tonight, after tonight's game, there was an interview with Mark Cannon talking about how amazing uh, the offense has been, scoring 27 runs over the past three games. And Mark Cannon's response, you know, uh, he'd been interviewed by uh, Stewart and uh, and Brody, and you know, he kind of he, he he gave he gave an interesting response, but. I can't help but think back on – I follow every game, and I follow every interview, and I can't, I go back a few days to when this started um, with the interview with Tony Kemp after Seattle's game. And they were interviewing Kemp after the game when they were down in the fifth, and they came back and scored six runs, I believe, in the sixth inning, ended up winning the game um, just a few days ago. And they interviewed Kemp, and Kemp said uh, Melvin had a few choice words in the uh, in the dugout with the team, and it kind of lit the fire on the team. And all of a sudden, boom! Now, since the offense kicked in, they scored in a bunch of runs, and since then, it's been nonstop runs being scored very high, and and you know not with the home run ball, but with regular hits and and scoring these runs. And I can't help but think to myself, you know, Melvin has a big part of what's happened over the past few days. The previous few days, they were their offense was just lacking. Something was said, and I'm really curious what these few choice words were. I don't know, but I'll tell you this. The key to what you're talking about is Melvin doesn't do this a lot. So when he does do it, it makes everybody go, whoa, 
Yes. And and that that like when when you think about a good boss that you have had. You know, someone that's going around kicking everybody in the butt every single day, complaining every single day, on your you-know-what every single day, you start to tune out because no one wants Mm -hmm. to hear it. But the fact that Bob is great with these guys, he's got great communications with with, with, – he's got great communicating skills with these guys, which I'm trying to say. And so when he does get a little angry – I mean, he's like E.F. Hutton. When he speaks, people listen. And that's why, you know, when people talk about what a great manager he is, he, he, one of his number one skills is knowing how to manage people. You can have all the data you want. Everybody's got analytics. Everybody's got data. Every, but someone still has to manage the people. Someone still has to manage the egos. Someone still has to get these guys to play for each other. So, yeah, guys can sit up there with all the data they want and all the analytics. Hey, there's plenty of teams that use it, and they stink. Someone still has Mm -hmm. to be good. Someone still got to sit at the front of the bus. Someone has to sit in front of the plane, and somebody has to be the leader. And Bob Melvin, without a doubt, is one of the best in the game. It really is. It really is. I mean, you know, it was all around the time that he had just achieved this amazing accomplishment of – of this milestone of amount of wins in, in Oakland history. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the Oakland A's offense sunk down. And I, when I heard Tony Kemp have the interview and, you know, he said, you know, Bob said a few words, it just, it, it made, it made me realize, you know, wow, he can really just jumpstart this team because they believe in him so much that they have so much, you know, respect for him as a manager. And, you know, every once in a while as a manager, or it doesn't matter what kind of coach you are, Every once in a while, sometimes guys need a little kick in the you-know-what. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Can't do it all the time, yeah. but every once in a while, some guys need it. Hey, thanks for well, the phone it, call from Austin. Yeah, That's awesome. It, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Your phone calls are next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. No matter what's ahead, you count on family. And Northern California families count on Honda. Fuel efficient with high-tech safety features like Honda Sensing and Apple CarPlay. Plus legendary dependability you can pass down from one generation to the next. Right now, get an exceptional deal on a new Accord at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Around here, people count on two things, family and Honda. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts, advice from our parts professionals, and our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about our free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Queen now $17.99. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. 
During these difficult times, PG&E wants you to know about our care program, which can help customers facing economic hardship reduce energy bills. To find out about CARE and other programs to lower bills, visit pge.com CARE. Stay connected on the latest information around the new ballpark project. Head over to wearerooted.com to see the latest information on all we're working on. That's wearerooted.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, my man, what's cracking, brother? Happy Friday night. Yeah, it was a good win after a day off. Yeah, it was uh, been a been a pretty awesome sports day for me. I got to watch some CIF hoops action. Uh, my alumni played tonight, and uh, you know, got to watch the A's rack up runs in six different innings. So it was a uh, it's been an awesome sports day for me, sports night for me, nonetheless. That's cool. Yeah, CIF basketball. It's been a weird year for high school sports and CIF and. All these schools got to jam in all these sports at one time. I mean, I really tip my cap to the athletic directors, you know, especially in the state of California for, you know, stepping up to the plate and making this happen. Even the guys at CIF, it's it's pretty amazing how they put brackets together and scheduled everything. And, um, you know, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, Tascaro High School's rival is Paso Robles High School. So right after we beat Hanford tonight in the second round, we found out that Paso Robles upset number one Centennial of Bakersfield to set up a semifinal match between the two rival schools, Maya Tascadero Greyhounds versus the Paso Robles Bearcats on Wednesday night. So, Well, you know what? It just sounds crazy when you said it, thinking that, wait a minute, hoops on June 4th? But I, I, I'm happy I'm happy for those kids, you know? And I know, like, some high school kids only got, like, three, four, five football games. Luckily, baseball got going, track and field got going, but – just to get in what you can get in because, you know, we think about our experiences in high school and what they meant. And, you know, most of these kids never go on to play college. Most of these kids never get drafted. And just so they were able to get some type of senior year in, I mean, it breaks my heart to even say that, but I'm just so happy that they got something. Because last year some kids got nothing. So the fact that they got something in this year, uh, it, it makes me happy. So if you got to play basketball on June 4th and play basketball till heck, maybe everybody's out of school, do what you need to do because uh, a lot of these kids will never play competitive again. Yeah, you know, that's well said, Townie. The seniors last year, like you said, it just breaks your heart because no season and that's it. You know, they, a lot of those guys, that's that's their career. So it's funny that Milo Mater that won tonight against Hanford, they graduated on Thursday night. So, you know, they, they, it's, it's, it's completely backwards to think like they got their diploma, they walked, which is the most important thing, but they're still playing CIF basketball after the, you know, the school year's over. So baseball CIF starts next week. Um, it, it's a crazy time, but like you said, you know what? These athletic directors, you tip your cap to how hard they're working. They jammed in a bunch of sports pretty much all at one time. And here on the Central Coast, football, we got 10 games in. So, you know, the, the, the schools here were, you know, our best school was in our area was nine and one. So a lot of the schools got, got a good chunk of games. And unfortunately there was no CIF football playoffs, but you know, baseball and basketball got, got some playoffs, which well, is awesome. And, so, and as you said, I mean, a lot of these athletic directors in these high schools, their hands were tied. So, Oh yeah. You know, no everybody doubt. was trying to shame anybody if they wanted to play, but you know, the thing that you know now, 
I mean, for everybody, whether it's the players, whether it's the coaches, whether it's the the refs, the umpires, you name it, these guys still want to work. They still want to get this the paycheck. So they're you know, there's more than just the kids playing. They're, 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 you know, high school sports generates money for a lot of different people. Yeah, and different districts got different rules and different high schools and all this stuff. I mean, they're testing kids every Monday. I mean, it's just been unprecedented stuff and hurdles like we've never seen that these guys and, and kids have had to jump over. So, again, tip my cap. It was awesome to go watch some basketball tonight, you know, especially when your alma mater pulls off a win and you know plants their spot in the semifinals next week. So, you know, that mixed in with an A's barrage on the Rockies, you know, like I said, it's tough to beat that Friday night. I wanted to ask you, Townie, number one, what are you hearing about Ramon? Um, I didn't get to see a lot of the pregame stuff. I've been trying to read and follow. How's he coming along? Um, and number two, I just want to, you know, talk about tipping the cap. Can you imagine if Matt Olson played in Colorado? I mean, what he would oh. do, the damage that guy, that monster, he'd be 45, 48, 120 every stinking year, man. I mean, he would just have a field day in Colorado. So to see him tonight and, and you know, it's, it's never a dull moment when we come to the ninth inning when it's a when it's a closer spot when it's you know Deekman Trevino or whoever it's going to be um, musical chairs for the closer role for the A's so that's always an adventure but um, again can you imagine if we get Rosenthal back I mean the bullpen's right there I love Lazardo where he's at now I hope he stays there because he just seems a lot more comfortable in there he can just come in and pop and you know you I don't know what you're hearing on Rosenthal either I know you mentioned that uh, that Ray Fossey bumped into him about a week ago and he's ahead of schedule. Updates on either of those guys, Townie, Ramon or, or Rosenthal. Gosh, if we can get Rosenthal back, it would be awesome. Hey, well, let's play a uh, – well, Robert, do you have the Nick Paparesta on Trevor Rosenthal up by chance? All right, here's what uh, head athletic trainer for the athletics had to say today about Rosenthal. Uh, regarding Trevor, we uh, say, yes, he will be back. Um, when that will be, will be up to date on when we start a storm program. And once his throwing program begins, uh, well, obviously you'll know because you'll hear he's went out and played catch or you'll see him. Um, but once we get to that point, then we'll have a little bit better sense of how he's going to respond from that. Um, but he is doing well. He's doing his rotator cuff strengthening program now. He's now getting his body prepared with his lifting program and his upper and lower bodies. And uh, he's doing good. So we're moving ahead with him. And then now let's hear about Ramon Laureano. Uh, Ramon yesterday went to go see Dr. Philippone. Uh, actually nearby here in Vail, Colorado. Uh, Dr. Philip Pone took a look at him, did an examination on him. He uh, performed a cortisone injection in his hip, and he performed a PRP injection into his iliopsoas and adductor muscles. So that was performed yesterday. Ramon's doing great, did well with the procedure, and we will have a better idea of where we're at with Ramon next week. Um, uh, we are going to reach back out to Dr. Philip Pone on Tuesday, uh, to give him an update on how Ramon's doing and then start ramping him up into baseball activity after that if everything is going along well. So the second part of your question, well, no, he's not going to be activated when his days are up. I don't know what all that means, but hopefully that means he's <laughs> on the men. Um, you know, when you deal with growing hamstrings, time. Time's the number one thing, and you can't push it because – you know, look at what happened with Josh Donaldson and, and his calf or even Mike Trout. I mean, certain injuries, you, you, you can rehab it all you want, but really it's time that's the number one thing. Greg, thank you for the phone call. I hope I answered all your questions. You bet, Tony. That was great work. Hopefully we get those guys back healthy soon, man. Have a good weekend, brother.
Yeah, you too. Let's go to EJ. Oh, let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. EJ in Oakland, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. Uh, thanks for the call, man. My first call of the season, uh, but uh been listening every night. Um, Where have you been? Shout out Mark Cannon. I've been listening, man. I, I had to, you know, ease into it, and, and there's been a lot to digest uh, with, with, you know, the stuff about uh, the move. I'll get to that in a second, but I wanted to shout out Mark Canna. Um, Canna, to me, seems like the Draymond of the A's, the glue guy, the energy guy, and it's so cool to see him in a groove. Like, you know, I'll never forget his walk-off against the Giants last year. Um, just so cool to to see a guy really, like, really vibing and hitting his stride. Um, and so that, that was awesome to see tonight, and I, I, I hope he keeps it going. Um, the second thing I wanted to say is, is it, it took me a little bit to digest, uh, you know, the rumors about the move. And I'll, I remember when, when it first came out about the Raiders, I was listening to you on 95.7, and, um, and I really liked your perspective then. You know, at Vegas – or, excuse me, Nevada, last in the country in public education, somehow has a billion dollars – uh, to give to a football team, but it's been great for the Raiders. Like you know, they now have a win nightclub uh, in in the stadium. Uh, I'm excited to go to my first game this fall. And really, I'm not mad at the team. I root for the team. I root for Bob Melvin. Um, and uh, you know, I'm what I'm. My interest is in what's best uh, for the ball club. And so I know that there's kind of been a lot of different emotions from fans and and local folk. I live in Oakland. I pay property taxes to Oakland, unfortunately, and I don't blame the team for not wanting to deal with the, the, the jokers who run the Coliseum. So, um, anyway, I, I'm really happy with how the team is doing, and and, uh, and I think, you know, you were talking about the injuries. I think we got some good news coming up, and there was a rumor about Trevor's story today. I mean, that would be awesome. Um, so, anyway, man, uh, yeah. All is well, psych for Canna, and, and, and uh, really just focus on this team winning. Hey, hey, let me say this, and since you used to listen to me at 95.7, I, I, I was naive. I was one of the ones that thought there's no way they're leaving. I, 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 I you know, when, when L.A. didn't happen for them, and then it became the Rams and the Chargers, I, I thought this was the time that, okay, <laughs> They'll get it done. It'll be in Oakland. I was naive, and I'm not going to be naive again. That's why I, I told myself I would not be fooled again because once that Vegas thing, I mean, that happened so fast. That stadium got built so fast. Uh, it, it, that, that, that's what scares me. It scares me too, but, you know, it, if I owned the team, <laughs> I'd be doing it also instead of, waiting for uh, the Alameda County Council to get back from their summer break to vote no on, you know, whatever. So uh, I'm not mad at the guys, and, and, um, and yeah, just really enjoying the season. Hey, well, thank you for the phone call. Don't be a stranger. Thanks, man. And I want everybody to remember this. This has nothing. And I know Bob Melvin went, went on the radio today. And, of course, people want to ask him, which is he's got nothing to do with it. The players have nothing to do with it. Bob and his staff have nothing to do with it. The front office has nothing to do with it. You know, for so long, Billy Bean was the only guy you could ask about it, 
and it drove him nuts. Billy Bean is not making the decision on a new ballpark or where the team's going to play. Billy Bean's got juice. He's got power, but and he has a little bit of ownership, but he's not the, he's, he's not the owner. And that's why they brought Cavill in, because they needed someone to speak for the team, not Billy Bean. And that's why Cavill came in, because Cavill got the building done down in San Jose, the earthquake stadium. But we can't look at the players. I mean, they're signed to play baseball. That's what they do. And I hate how people try and ask them, and they try to, you know, with these gotcha questions, leave the guys alone, just let them play. Because that's what they're doing their job. Their job is not to be answering questions about stuff that is so out of their control. It's out of all, all of our control. I learned that. I mean, you're going to hear me say this throughout the summer. I've lived this before. I've done all this. I don't want to do this again. It's painful. Let me tell you something about the last home game. Raiders' last home game where the crowd completely flipped on us. I had stuff thrown thrown at me walking off the field, heading back towards the locker room. They were just, they didn't matter who you were. Derek Carr went down to the black hole. They started throwing stuff at him because he was like, you know, Derek Carr is like the sweetest kid in the world. Like if you ever wanted your daughter to marry somebody, it's Derek Carr. He is he is something special. They're throwing stuff at him. It was it was it was just anger. It was all of this, and then what, then what was so crazy? So the last two games of the season were in L.A. and Denver. So we go from having people just chuck stuff from the stands at us to the next week being down the Chargers at the so- at the soccer stadium in Carson, to where ninety something percent of the crowd were all Raider fans. You couldn't even see Charger fans. So you go one week, suppose being at home, being booed off the field, to next week being in L.A. and being revered. Derek Carr got a standing ovation when he scored a touchdown. And it just, it, it just, it like hit you right there. Oh, yeah, Vegas is going to work. Because all those L.A. fans... All the 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 uh, San Bernardino County fans, San Diego has a ton of Raider fans. They're all going to go to Vegas, plus all the people in Vegas. And I remember I took call after call up here going, it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Well, it worked. Unfortunately, I'm living this again. Hopefully not, but it is what it is. All right, if you're listening on the radio and they're leaving us, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. And once again, we thank all of you for being a part of our A's family. Three million downloads on A's cast. Three million. We started this thing in 2019, and we had no idea what it would be like. And we've now had over three million downloads. We can't thank you enough athletics.com slash A's cast. We got more coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. 
Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience, where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right, young lady? Right now, get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Junior Mints Minis have the same great dark chocolate and mint flavor combination that you love with Junior Mints. The only difference is that Junior Mints Minis are made with 30% more chocolate than regular Junior Mints. This makes them perfect for snacking. Made for today's consumer, real dark chocolate and peppermint, no artificial colors, peanut, tree nut, and gluten-free. Junior Mints Minis, a snackalicious way to enjoy chocolate. Download the MLB app to get in-game video highlights, live pitch-by-pitch, breaking news, player updates, stat leaderboards, and more for your Oakland A's and the rest of the league. on the way is swung on and drilled to left way back his will turn and watch in the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti this is the A's clubhouse show you know the A's have played a lot of baseball you know we're talking 39 games in 41 days you get one day off and that day off is going to Colorado and these games are going to be long, and thank God the A's will have a day off again on Monday. Because it just seems like every single time I'm getting my book ready, we've played more games than the other teams. You know, because I put the, you know, what game is this for us? What game is it for them? I do, I do win and loss records, games back, home, road, what you do against the East, the Central, the West, interleague play. The A's now four and two in interleague play but yeah we haven't had a whole not a whole lot of days off and at some point that kind of wears on you and let me tell you something it's not easy you know you talk to people that had their career in Colorado and it doesn't matter what sport it is if you're playing for the avalanche the nuggets the broncos 
the Rockies, playing in elevation is hard. It is really hard on your body. That's why it's tough for these guys to really stay healthy. So we're looking at going to have a day off on Monday. They're going to have a day off on the 17th. Then another one on the 28th. Not a whole lot. But we'll start getting in the second half. We'll start getting more days off, which will be good for the guys. No question. But you got to be prepared for everything at this joint. Coors Field is like no other. And I was hoping that TV would do it tonight, and they did it right at the beginning of the game, where they show you, okay, these are the dimensions of the A's ballpark, of the Coliseum. And... But this is what the Coliseum wall looks like at, at Coors Field, and you realize how much bigger Coors Field is than the Coliseum. I mean, they had to build this crazy big ballpark so, you know, because you were so worried about all the home runs. And what it caused was this amazing amount of outfield. That's the, are the are the home runs a problem? Yes. The other problem is there's so much ground to cover. That's why they like, hey, you need three center fielders out there. I mean, look at the first double by Matt Olson. Uh, Jed had the base hit that should have been an out, but outfielders are playing so deep, you can just knock one, just some kind of a Texas leaguer over the infield and it's too far of a run for the outfielders. If you ever get a guy like, I, I know I, did I say this the other day? If you get like, think about the guys who have actually flirted with 400. You start talking about George Brett, Rod Carew, Tony Gwynn, Wade Boggs. If you put one of those guys in his prime at this field, these guys that are hitting line drives all over the place, if someone ever gets drafted who's of that kind of ilk, you might have somebody who could hit 400 at Coors Field. Hasn't been done since Ted Williams. But if you get the right guy, I'd like to see someone make a run at it in my lifetime. Wouldn't that be cool? To watch that media circus around a guy who's th- who's hitting 398 going into the last month. Can he keep it up? Can he hit 400? I think that'd be cool to watch. All right, the A's with the win over the Rockies 9-5. to five. Here's Bob Melvin with the media. Let's start with Hi, Bob. Um, Mark Hanna has, uh, has talked this season about the responsibility that he feels kind of being at the top of the lineup and getting the offense going. Um, how much of a factor was he tonight, especially in the early innings? Well, if he feels responsible, he's, he's pretty responsible in that spot. So, yeah, I mean, he's been unbelievable. I mean, better than you could expect. You know, it took a while in spring training, and as soon as the season hit, you know, he was he had it down. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that is a big responsibility. I mean, you, you want hitters behind you to see some pitches. You know, you want to take your walks. You know, he's a guy that wants to drive in runs, so he's got to balance some things, and he's done it about as well as anybody I've seen that's moved from the middle of the order to the, to the leadoff spot, and then obviously was huge again today. And just kind of up and down the lineup, are you seeing encouraging signs just in your ability? Your guys, this is the third consecutive game where you've had a big inning, uh, just in the ability to big, build those big innings. 
you know, this is a place where you can can get some have some big innings, and it, it you know you just you'd never feel comfortable here. I played here plenty to where, you know, save situation three one four one. You got to add on a couple of runs here um, just to, to give yourself a little room because you know you're seeing some balls look like they're fly balls to right field. They end up going out. They end up going off the wall. So it's uh, it's a different different uh, place to play. But yes, our bats seem to be much better up and down the lineup and, and we needed them. Let's go to Shana Rubin. Hey Bob, uh, what do you think of the way Frankie pitched today, uh, especially considering that this is a place where, where hitters can can uh, get away? Yeah, you know, I mean, you, again, you have to look at things differently. Five innings, six hits, three runs, maybe not his best game, but got a win. And you know, I just felt like at that point in time in the sixth, I was probably only going to use him one more inning anyway. He had a full bullpen. We got Mitch on the bench, so you take a shot there. But, uh, again, if he pitches one more inning, you know, goes gives up three runs, doing a good job in this place, especially the way the ball was carrying tonight. Cut Manolo. El, uh, Bob, el, uh, Sean Murphy, most of his damage usually to left field. Yeah, today a couple of knocks to right field, including that home run. But left his ball left his bat 110 miles per hour. Hey, could you talk about how better, so much better is he as a hitter when he's able to, you know, drive the ball to right field? Well, I think that's that's the way with anybody, but but Murph in particular, actually, because we want him to to think more up the middle, and he's got powered all fields. If he's a little late, you can still hit him out to, you know, to right. If he's a little early on a breaking ball, you can still pull it. So, you know, trying to limit yourself to one field is pretty difficult to do. You end up being pitchable, and when he's good, he's not pitchable because he's using the whole field. Justice De Los Santos. Hey, Bob, uh, Olsen has now reached base multiple times in each of the last five games. And what are your thoughts on some of the, the plate appearances that he's been having as of late? Just the last five games, it seems like he's been doing it all year. So, you know, whether it's walks, whether it's hits, whether it's homers, you look at his numbers across the board, you know, he's been the, the most consistent offensive force for us. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of putting him down as a given. I look look for other spots to, to add on because he's been so consistent for us this year. This is just kind of a, I want to say, average game for him, but you expect a lot out of him. He expects a lot out of himself. Let's finish up with Vince. Bob, among the many things you you want to do in Colorado, it seems to avoid giving up walks. And when they give you walks, take advantage of it. You only had one walk allowed until the ninth inning. And when you guys got walks, you're able to bring them around. How important is that in a, among the things that you try to do in Colorado? That's you're exactly right. Get it right on the head. So you, you try to limit that. You don't want guys on base here, no free passes because they end up being a three run homer and you try to stay away from big innings. So, um, you know, that's what you try to, we, we try to do that as a team regardless. I think we're, we're pretty good in the league as far as issuing, you know, issuing walks right up there first. Okay. That's good. So just goes along with what we're trying to do even more so here. Bob Melvin, and the last question was from Vince Catronia. We're going to continue that theme. Here is Vince with Mark Hanna. Well, the Athletics uh, win the opening game of the series in Colorado, 9-5, and Mark Hanna on base four times, scored twice as the Athletics get the victory. And uh, just first of all, Mark, what's it like for you playing center field at, at course Field? And, and what's the strategy on how you play, play back or play in? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, certainly when you look out there, there's a lot of grass and there's a, the ball carries quite a bit. 
Yeah, um, I, I think you edge on the side of caution and play a little deeper. That's just me. I, I play a little deeper than probably most in general. Um, but yeah, I think it's a feel thing. You got to kind of feel out how the game's going, how your pitcher's throwing the ball. And if he's locating and, and getting the ball in the corners, you can kind of scoot in a little bit and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of just play where I think like, I tell myself on a ball with, with some air under it, if it gets to the wall, then I should be able to catch it at the wall. There's a little bit of air under it. If it's a rocket, you know, I'm not going to get there, but um, yeah. So I, I kind of just eyeball my depths and play it like we, that. We might be paying closer attention to this than you, but at the moment you are leading the majors and runs scored. You scored two more tonight. You've got 46. You come to a ballpark that is known for offense. And you know that when you stand in the box, you're in scoring position when you're in the batter's box. How do you just simply stay inside what you do well, take a good path and hope the results are there as opposed to saying, man, I'm at course field. It's all just going to be at my lap. And sometimes you end up in your own for four. Yeah. Um, historically, I haven't really done much when I played here. I don't think I have that a whole lot of at bats, but I don't have it like any success at course field in the last two times I've come here. So I kind of just made it a point to tell myself this time around, like, don't really, don't really think about that. I mean, it is a great place to hit and it's deep. And for, for a lot of reasons, it's a good place to hit, but I mean, it's also really deep. And so I, I don't know, you know, I think it gets people kind of tend to exaggerate like, oh, just pop-ups just fly out of this ballpark. It's not really like that. I mean, you still have to hit them a little bit. So what, what's, can you give me what it's like from an anal, analytic point of view, you hit a ball out to right, Charmore, if you hit a ball out the right, mm -hmm. uh, Matt Olson's hitting a lot of balls the other way to the left, left center. He drove in, a, drove you in the first inning for a hitter. When you, when you're doing that, when you're covering the whole plate and your, and your bat stays on the ball like that, mm -hmm. what message is that sending to you in terms of the success you're having in the batter's box? Um, yeah, it's always, when I swing the bat well, I, I'm able to drive it to the right side of the field. And typically that's when I'll get like more hit, multi-hit games and, and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's just a feel thing. It kind of, it comes and goes. I wish I could do it all the time. And it's not something I, I'm doing consciously here because we're at Coors Field. It's just, uh, I think I, you know, had a good idea of what I wanted to work on in my work today. And it, and it played out played out in my favor and, and you know try to just build on that finally the A's walked five times you scored three Frankie and the bullpen only walked one batter till the ninth inning when Jake had the walk and then the double play and suddenly the game's over how important is it to take advantage of the walk in course field so uh, so important everywhere it's important everywhere um I think you, you could say it's important in a pitcher's ballpark and a hitter's ball like Walks are killers for a defense. Like walks kill you. And I think, um, you know, with the way that the game is played now, if you can, if you can edge out the other team on walks, that gives you an advantage right out of the gate. If you're just looking at the game after, like, with the amount of home runs people hit and stuff, it it just. If you, if you can walk less guys, like that should be like a key key to the game. Like that should be a key every game is walk less guys than they do. So I, I think um, 
Frankie having the, you know, at times with the wild pitches and, and stuff, I think that's good for him to, to command the strike zone and, and attack. I mean, that's, he's got a plus stuff. And when he's attacking and when he's living on the edges, like he was tonight, that's phenomenal. Well, key of the game is to get Mark Cannon on base and he scores. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the visit. We'll see you again. All right. Thanks, Vince. Mark Cannon joining us. Townie, now back to you. I mean, I know I said on A's cast live, if you're going to give me one guy right now to be the all-star for the Oakland Athletics, I find it really hard not to be Mark Canna. You're talking about a guy who's got an 868 OPS as a leadoff hitter. Are you kidding me? He's leading the league in runs. What's the name of the game? You've got to score more runs than the other team. I know it's not some fancy ex-WOBA. It's just it is what it is. Why was Ricky Henderson great? I mean, was Ricky the greatest outfielder? No. Was Ricky the greatest power hitter? No. Was Ricky the greatest average hitter? No. What did Ricky do? He scored runs. I don't care if he's stealing, not stealing. He scored runs. The most valuable people in any sport, you either A, score points, score runs, whatever game we're talking about, goals, or you're the guy that prevents the runs of the other team. I'll give an example. Maybe in sports, as much as they talk quarterback is the prime spot in sports. It's it's the quarterback position. I would challenge you on that. I can win with a quarterback having a bad day. I can win. You know who I can't win without? And he's the only guy that stays on the surface the whole time. I don't know if you're following me on this, but just everywhere else you go, right? In baseball, just the way the sport is, you play defense, then you come back to the dugout and you play offense. Football, you don't have two-way players anymore. So you come to the sidelines. Basketball, I mean, they don't play every minute of every game like Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain played every minute of every game plus when they, they, they played in overtime. So he actually played more minutes than there actually were minutes in the season. We don't see that anymore. I'll tell you who the guy is. It's the hockey goalie. The hockey goalie is the only guy that never leaves the ice. There's all kinds of switches going on. Line changes constantly. You know who doesn't switch? The goalie. So he's the great example of, now that's going to be goals, but we'll use it to baseball, run prevention. Martin Brodeur's out there and you can't score on him? There's no one more valuable than that. But that's why Ricky was so valuable, because he scored runs. Mark Canna's got 46 runs. 46 with 11 home runs and 21 RBIs. 
and an 868 OPS. With all due respect to Chris Bassett, with all due respect to Ramon Laureano, and I think kind of him being hurt and what we heard from Nick Paparest, it sounds like it's kind of going to be a while, which, you know what, that's fine. Because the way he plays, and he plays so hard, it would not be smart to bring him back. Like when we saw Donaldson, and he's kind of limping around, or he's kind of ginger. Ramon Laureano has to be 100%. Because he doesn't know how to play any other way than 110%. And when you're dealing with like a groin, it needs time to rest. But I, you know, if, pe- if if people are really following this game, and you're, you're looking at the Oakland A's, and you're seeing they got to have one guy in the All Star game, I don't know, I don't know how you you say it's not Mark Canna. Guy guy hasn't been a leadoff hitter in big league baseball. Look what he's doing. He's leading the league in runs. That's amazing. A's with a nice win in Colorado, nine to five. Coming up next, you'll hear from Frankie Montas, who got his sixth win right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Sheila, we need to set up Johnson's quarterly review. Janowski Investments keeps portfolios profitable, but a double client base calls for double the advisors. Hello. 
Hi, Janet. I'm so sorry. Pulling up your portfolio right now. Give me a sec. Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Only T-Mobile for Business uses unconventional thinking to help businesses realize new possibilities like our WFX solutions enabled by our nationwide 5G network that help teams stay connected and productive where work happens. We also provide an award-winning customer experience and first-class benefits with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require a certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. G'day, mate. As an Australian, I'm a croc expert. Crikey, get him away from me. I mean crocs like the footwear. And as a croc expert, I have to say, I like foamies from Skechers bloody better. Because foamies have that stylish, trendy look, plus Skechers world-famous comfort. All for a price that's down under the competition. Skechers is a comfort technology company, and foamies have comfort innovations your whole family will love. Foamies are ultra-lightweight, water-friendly footwear that are flexible and breathable. Perfect for kicking it by the pool, grilling on the barbie. Or comfy enough to go on a walkabout. Plus, only Foamies come with fits and features like ArchFit with podiatrist-certified support. And max cushioning that feels like you're walking on big, puffy marshmallows. And Foamies are perfect to keep you cool this summer or warm in the winter. Which is great because it's actually winter in Australia right now. Good on you, Skechers. So get yourself some machine-washable Foamies by Skechers and don't get bit by Crocs. He's a mean fella. Find Foamies at Skechers.com, a Skechers store, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. You know, Frankie Montas battled today. He didn't have his great splitter. And I know he wasn't happy about being taken out, but, I mean, it's a National League park. This is how the – this is why, if you know anybody that is a National League person, I mean, you really want to be watching double switches? You really want to watch pitchers hit? Really? I thought it was very interesting, though, and I just remembered this. Did anybody notice the first two at-bats by the pitchers? You probably didn't. I did. Uh, John Gray obviously hits because he's a National League pitcher. I'm not going to look it up because I don't really care. I don't know the last time Frankie Montas actually hit. It would have been in, what, 2019? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 because there was five games of interleague play. Now I'm going to have to look it up. God. My point is, when we talk about players having one swing and doing it one way, but we talk about, oh, it's so hard to hit. It's so hard to hit. Oh, these guys are using spider tack. Uh, They're using copper tone or 
whatever, Neutrogena, whatever sunscreen you use. Maybe it's the generic CVS or Walgreens that you're using with rosin. Oh, my God, it's ruining the game. The sky's falling. Frankie Montas has not hit since 2019. Okay? How many times have we watched these guys get up to the plate, shifts on, all you need to do is hit a ground ball to second base or shortstop, and you got a base hit and maybe some RBIs. And I bring that up, and people go, oh, Towns, you got to understand how hard it is to hit. Oh, really? Frankie Montas hasn't hit since 2019. You know what he did in his first at-bat? He grounded out to second base. The guy who hasn't been in the box since 2019 in his very first at-bat made contact and hit the ball to second base. Why can't these guys who hit every day, every day, they hit every day, and they can't do it. Well, John Gray got up. You know what he did? Rockies pitcher in, in his first A.B., he grounded out to second base. When you don't swing out of your shoes and you shorten up, you can actually make contact and hit the ball the other way. It's not as hard as you think. I'm telling you. I would never inject myself into this, but I am now. I have faced mid-90s in my life and made contact. Weak contact, but made contact. Let's not overblow the, oh, what's that? Man, everybody throws hard these days. I think broadcasters overplay this, like, unbelievable. I can go down to the San Jose Giants, which is now low A. I can go down there. I'm watching guys throwing 96, 97 and watching their guys make contact. It's all about your approach. Don't tell, oh, these guys are so special. Man, if the guy throws the ball over the plate and you can't make contact, that's on you. I don't care what substance they're using. And I and Chris Rose and I kind of got into it a little bit today because he's because my whole point is this. Wait a minute. If I want to use a substance that gives me better grip, the hitters use same they're using the same thing. They put pine tar on the bat to get a better grip. They're allowed to get a better grip, but pitchers aren't. You're making these baseballs that are like cue balls. They're so slick, I'm trying to get a better grip. Hell, if I'm a hitter, I want the pitcher out there to have a better grip. I mean, Stevenson came in tonight and went up and in on Pender. You you want a guy that's got no feel? Hell no. They're throwing that hard. Now, the spider tack's a different deal, obviously, where it's really changing your spin rates. But let's not act like a guy throwing 94 miles an hour and throws one down Broadway, you can't hit a ground ball to second base. Instead, you're going to swing hard and you're going to punch out. So many times, and that's the thing that Ken Korak brought up tonight about Matt Olson. Look how much Matt Olson is not trying to pull the ball, not trying to come out of his shoes, and taking the ball the other way, and it's working. Right? He got the flare double in the first. In the third, he basically hit a routine ground ball to shortstop. Good on you, Matt, because no one's there. You want to shift? 
You keep doing that, they'll stop shifting on you. There's no question. If you keep beating the shift, they'll change. They'll, they'll get tired of getting beat. You don't think pitchers come in and they're just heated when someone hits a routine ground ball to short or a routine ground ball to second base and nobody's there and it costs their ERA? You don't think you don't think they come in and say something? I would. I mean, they have numbers and they have data that tells you it always works. Well, it doesn't always work. And I love to see it. I lo- and I I even put it on my scorebook, beat shift. I love it. But yeah, you can't just hit a routine ground ball to second and have a base hit and get some RBIs. And instead of saying, oh, it's so tough to hit in the big leagues. Frankie Montas hadn't hit since 2019. First at bat made contact. That tells you all you need to know. Here is Frankie after the game with the media. Hey, Frankie. Uh, obviously, um, Coors Field is uh, a fun place for hitters to be. What do you think about the the way that your ball was moving or your pitches were moving uh, in the air here? Uh, like you said, man, it's weird to pitch here. Like, the pitches doesn't move how you want it. But uh, I'm just glad I was uh, I was able to go out there and uh, get a win for the guys. Matt Kawahara. Hey, Frankie. Um, how much just did it help to have sort of the, the early support and be able to kind of go after guys uh, knowing that you had kind of that cushion? Yeah, guys, Sorry, did that come through? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Okay, I was just how much did the uh, the early sort of run support help there to be able to kind of go after hitters and, and do that starting in the third? Uh, it helps a lot. I feel like for every starter, when you get early runs, you know, from the team, that kind of helps you to like uh, gives you a little more confidence and uh, you can attack the sun a little more. And uh, usually, when it's those long innings, like hitters usually like take pitches, and if you put in the sun, you're going to have success. Uh, for you guys offensively, how much of just a factor has, has Canna been uh, moving into the leadoff spot there? Uh, he's been amazing the whole year. You know, I feel like that dude is probably what, leading the lane, like, like seeing pitches and stuff like that. He's, he's been good. He's been a true uh, leadoff hitter. And I'm happy for him that he's doing good, man. How did you feel about your at-bats tonight? My at-bats, man, I was enjoying every moment. <laughs> you know, I didn't get to the days. I was, I was just happy that I was able to touch the ball at least, you know. Go to Jess Kleinschmidt. I was kind of going to tail off of, of of Matt's question. Um, it's probably the first time I've ever seen you with a batter's helmet on. But were you able to take advantage of Coors Field at the plate at all? To be honest, I was not even thinking of that. I was just thinking. I was just going out there trying to hit the ball. I don't care what it was. I was just trying to hit it, not to strike out. Because if I strike out, the guys were just gonna give me a life. I was so, gonna ask that. They look, it sounded like they were cheering you on and and everything from the dugout. You had a lot of support. No doubt, of course. They they wanted me to get a hit. But I mean, like I said, I'm just happy that I get to touch the ball at least. Vince Catronio. Hey Frankie, a uh, couple things. How important was it for you just to walk one batter in five innings at a place where? Things can blow up in a hurry. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's just weird pitching on a place that, like, you basically don't know what your pitches are going to do. And be able to just get one block and uh, 
throw strikes. That was that was good for me. That was huge. Feel like pitching here, like uh, it's just weird, and uh, be able to go out there and uh, support the team's good. It seemed like you were struggling with the split, and you threw it and you couldn't get it where you wanted to. When that was happening, how do you and Murph decide to try to stay with it? Did you at any point ever feel comfortable with the pitch doing what you wanted it to do tonight? Yeah, um, I didn't throw a ton of splitters early because, um, like you say, I, I, I didn't have, like, a good feeling for it. But I didn't give up on it. Fifth inning, throw really good ones, uh, right and righty. And um, me and Morph just, just trying to stick with the same plan, you know, and try to make good pitches. Even, like you said, like, my splitter wasn't good today, but uh, I was able to make some adjustments, and uh, it was better on the fifth inning. No lower than this one. Uh, hey, Frankie, only um, 19 pitches the first two innings. Uh, what was the difference between those first two innings and the rest of the way? Uh, they were swinging early. They were swinging early. Um, and uh, they were putting the ball in play, you know, which is good. Like, and when they swing early and then you make good pitches, you're going to get quick outs and uh, quick innings. So that was good for me. Yes, uh, after five innings, only 69 pitches. Uh, did you feel strong that you're gonna go on a couple of more innings? What do you uh, what do you feel uh, when they pinch it for you? Ah, uh, no doubt. I was feeling good. I was feeling good, but uh, with more runs, you know, like we, I take every run I can, you know, and go five innings. I mean, of course, I didn't want to stay in five innings, but whatever I can do to help the team, I'm willing to do it. Were you looking to take advantage of Coors Field as a hitter? <laughs> Come on. Uh, but I thought something was very – and we're cutting this up for the pregame tomorrow. If you just really listen to that, what did he not want to do? He didn't want to strike out. So what did he do? He made contact. That's all you need to know, people. This game has evolved in they don't care if they strike out. So because of that, they strike out a lot. But if you go up there with the intent, like when they're shifting you and you just want to make contact and hit the ball on the ground and you're going to get a free RBI and a free base hit, why not? Let's just say, you know, work with me here. They were shifting for for Frankie then. It would have been a base hit. We see this night. After night, after night, shifting, they're giving you the left side, they're giving you the right side, and what do you do? You hit into the shift. Or you try and launch it and you strike out because they're pitching you up in the zone. I mean, they're going to end up banning shifts, but the reality is they really don't need to. You could just beat it, and that would keep people from shifting. But... The number one thing is the A's got the win over the Rockies 9-5, to game one at Coors Field. Three hours and 46 minutes. <laughs> I put the seatbelt on, folks. It's going to be a wild ride. The next two days, there's no question, it is not going to be easy. These games are long. These games, you're going to see a lot of changes. It's just how it works. It's tough to play. At Coors Field. And you know what? No matter how bad their team ever is, they usually play well at home. 
because they're they're a disaster on the road. They're four and twenty-two on the road, which is like historic bad. But at home, they're now nineteen and thirteen. All righty, we're going to get you ready for tomorrow's action. Now, time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Cole Irvin will take the ball for the Athletics, 3-7 and seven with a 4.12 ERA. Kyle Freeland will take the ball for the Rockies. He has no record and a 4.50 earn run average. First pitch is going to be at 610. I'll have A's total access for you. That will be at 510. Adam Rosales, our buddy Rosie, is going to join Vince Catronio. I'm going to have a little bit of the Bob Melvin show that we will then put on A's cast, and also we'll have part two of Chris Rose. A terrific win tonight, 9-5. to five. We'll see everybody tomorrow at 5-10 right here on A's cast. Have a great rest of your Friday night. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Ready for an oil change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to help. We'll make sure you have all the supplies you need to make the job quick and easy. Right now, get five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95. Plus, get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ready, set, summer. Get ready for summer. And get your kitchen set up with savings on appliances at the Home Depot's Memorial Day Savings Event, in-store and online. Right now, you'll save a bundle on top appliances like the Samsung Stainless Steel French Door Refrigerator. So kick your summer off strong with a kitchen upgrade during the Memorial Day Savings Event at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last. Free delivery on purchases of $396 or more. Valid through June 9th. A fondue set. Now I need to find a coupon code. Not anymore, Susan. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Wait, instantly? It's called shopping smart, not hard. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer for free and let it do the work for you. Don't mind if I fondue. (laughs) That's kind of cheesy. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Yeah, this season I actually had little business cards made. Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM. You can keep that. Sure, the players are famous, but come game day, I decide their fate. What's that? Oh, you make 20 million? Well, I don't like your attitude. You benched! Now, I'd never bench an all-star, but I could. That's also why I like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. With options based on my budget, they never throw me a curveball. <laughs> That's a little baseball reference for you. Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. 
Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Brantley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Lariano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. (laughs) 